1: Hi everybody, I'm super excited for another episode of Showbot Science. This is your host, Nate, and today we are talking about baby teeth. I hope I don't lose any of them during the episode, because I've got my questions, and it's going to be awesome, so stay tuned. Welcome, Tanya.
2: Thanks, Nate. I'm happy to be with you today. And um, could you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Sure can. Um, well, my name is Dr. Tanya Smith. I'm an associate professor. I work at Griffith University, which is in Brisbane, Australia. And I work at a very special center. We study human evolution throughout Australia and all over the Indo-Pacific region. Okay.
1: So how did you get interested in studying teeth?
2: Well, I'm glad you asked that, Nate. I'm interested in studying teeth because I've learned that inside of our teeth, with microscopes, we can actually find every single day of our childhood. And the way it works is when you're growing, the cells that build your teeth, they squeeze out the tissue on a daily basis. So we have all these little timelines inside our teeth. Do you know of anything else that has timelines inside it? Um, Time capsules. Time capsules, Yeah. <laughs> And maybe tree rings? Have you ever heard about tree rings? Oh, and
1: snail spirals? And um, how much carbon's in a rock?
2: Yeah, you know what? Lots of things record time in nature. They're called biological rhythms. And actually, so many different things record time. Turtle shells and ear bones and fish and the bones in our skeleton – but teeth record time on a really, really fine level. They record every single day of our childhood. So as you're growing and developing, when you get sick or when you eat something different, your teeth are actually preserving that record just like a time capsule. So when I learned about that, I got really excited about teeth and I wanted to learn more.
1: Okay, so why do we even have baby teeth? Haha. <laughs>
2: Well, Nate, we have baby teeth because we're vertebrates and basically almost all vertebrates have teeth. It's one of the reasons that there are so many animals all over the planet because teeth help us to capture and consume food. But when vertebrates evolved into many different groups, one group that came about were the mammals and mammals are different than other vertebrates like lizards or turtles. Mammals only have two sets of teeth. They have a baby teeth, which come out for helping the young mammals when they're just still taking on mother's milk. And then eventually they get bigger jaws, so they need bigger teeth. So they grow a second set of teeth.
1: Are there other animals besides humans who have two sets of teeth?
2: Sure. Basically all mammals have two sets of teeth or the evolutionary ancestor of mammals has two sets of teeth. So it's something that really came about when mammals evolved, both the replacement just of a single set as well as the specializations of different types of teeth. So before the mammals arrived, it wasn't very common for animals to only have two sets of teeth They would replace their teeth continuously, like sharks do. When a shark, you know, loses a tooth, a new one will eventually just come up and and be in its place. Could you
1: tell me what specialization is?
2: Absolutely. Well, what I mean by specialization is that different shapes are good for different things. So, you know how you have teeth in the front? Those are called incisors. Those teeth are specialized for biting into things like apples. They're much better at doing that than they are grinding up things like peanuts. So they're not specialized for grinding up peanuts, but our molar teeth are. So when you're chewing something that you want to grind up, you use a different type of tooth. So specialized just means it's really good for something or it's designed to do something like that. In mammals, including humans and other primates, we have teeth that have different functions in different shapes. So you can think of our teeth having specializations for different uses, kind of like having a Swiss army knife in our mouth. So
1: what about fish? How do they eat their food without teeth?
2: Well, actually a lot of fish have teeth. They have kind of simple teeth. They're not like ours with incisors and canines and molars. You mean my beta fish in my tank has teeth? A lot of fish do. They're small, and they're really simple. They're like little pegs or cones. I'm going to stop putting my finger out for him. (laughs) Well, his mouth is probably pretty small, so it would be hard for him to bite you. Yeah, thankfully. You know what? Even snails have teeth. Did you know that? Uh,
1: In case you can't see, I just fell down.
2: Oh, did you fall over? (laughs) Yeah,
1: when you said snails have teeth, such a shocker.
2: They do. They're tiny, and they're a little bit different than our teeth, but they do have them, and that allows them to scrape um, little bits of food off of things as they're sliding around.
1: I see. So how do teeth not get worn down by all of the food we eat?
2: Well, they actually do get worn down, and in the past, this was a real problem because before modern technology and growing food, people would gather food and they would eat things they found in nature. And that tended to have a lot of grit and dust. Sometimes the food wasn't as clean as the food we eat today. And that actually caused teeth to wear down very, very fast compared to you and I. So our teeth don't wear as quickly as they used to because our food is very clean and we do things like microwave it and boil it so it doesn't break our teeth down. But in the past, it was a real problem. And even animals, like you know, elephants, they wear their teeth down and when their last tooth gets worn down, they die because they don't have anything else to chew with. If I
1: were a teeth researcher, I would take my own teeth I would just throw food in my mouth. I think I do it every day. It's called eating.
2: (laughs) Well, yeah, and there are some people that have studied what happens to their teeth after they eat different foods and they take impressions of their teeth. Sometimes dentists do this. When you go to the dentist, they might use a special gel to capture what the surfaces of your teeth look like. And so scientists can do that and actually study what different foods do to your teeth when you eat them.
1: Okay, so why do we get cavities if our teeth are so strong?
2: That's a great question, Nate. Well, tell you what, cavities are kind of a recent problem for humans. When we lived thousands and thousands of years ago, we didn't get cavities so often. And cavities are a problem now because of the really sugary foods that we eat. What happens when you eat a lot of sugar and you don't brush your teeth is that the bacteria on your teeth, they like that sugar and they use that sugar to make acids. And when they make acids, as they're digesting the sugar, that acid breaks down our teeth and creates cavities. So in the past and in other animals that don't eat such sugary foods all the time, we didn't get cavities so often.
1: How do... Baby teeth roots disintegrate.
2: Boy, you ask really good questions, Nate. There's a really special process that happens for our baby teeth to fall out. Um, actually, special cells break down the tooth root. They do what's called resorption, which means that the cells come in and they actually chemically remove the tooth root. so, By the time you lose your teeth, you notice that there's really not a long, skinny root on them anymore. It's just really the crown that's left. And that's because these special cells break down the root so that they fall out and so that there's space for the new teeth to grow underneath them.
1: If people want to find out more about your
2: work, where can they go? Sure. If you'd like to learn more about my work, I have a book that will be published this fall by MIT Press called The Tales Teeth Tell. Or you can follow me on Twitter at Dr. Tanya M. Smith.
1: Thank you for being on the show. (laughs) My pleasure. You take care. There you have it, folks. The show about science is complete. Dad, you can shut the recording off. For the newest episodes of The Show About Science... Download the PIN app or go to pinna.fm slash promo.
0: Hi, my name's Zach. I'm 12 years old and I host We the Children, the podcast where kids talk climate change. Like a lot of kids my age, when I think about the future, I can't help but wonder what kind of world will be waiting for us. Will polar bears still roam the Arctic? Will we still be able to see colorful coral reefs or build snowmen in the winter?